Hello, and welcome to Running Inside Out Podcast, where we talk about the races we ran in, the races we're not in, and getting outside to see what's going on inside the Rochester running scene. In this episode, Laura Klein comes all the way from Syracuse, New York to visit with me on a sunny day in Genesee Valley Park. After a great lunch at Red Fern, a tasty vegan eats right there, we chatted about traveling the world, racing at the front, punching absolutely nobody, uh, gaining confidence, and finding the line between competing as hard as possible and trying not to destroy yourself. Laura's a true multi-sport athlete, racing duathlon all the way around the world, like in Australia, duathlon, across the ocean. Uh, and she races ultras and also some other sports that I'll, I'll just let you discover on your own in the episode, all at a very high level. It's, it's pretty, pretty intense stuff. But you wouldn't know it by talking to her, uh, which is super cool. So Laura runs for ultra running, you know, fully cushioned, zero drop, foot shaped, all the all the good stuff in running shoes. And uh, Mountain Peak Fitness, Red Newt Racing, the real life Beast Coast mountain runners. So uh, that's not their slogan. I just came up with that. They They can have that, though. They can run with that if they want. Real, real life Beast Coast mountain runners. That's that's theirs. Uh, so, be sure to check out the episode show notes at runninginsideoutpodcast.com/slash-zero-five-four for links to some of the topics in the episode, like Laura and and my favorite footwear ultras, as well as links to lots of races and race reports that we mentioned during the episode. Uh, you can find links to our Strava Run Group and to the Patreon page as well. Um, and also to the Slack chat. You'll hear all about all that stuff later. So with that, let's get into the trails, training, food, friends, and yes, even feelings of runners just like you. Here we go. Laura Klein. Yes. Hi. Hi. You're just back from the West Coast. I am. Often I called don't the, have much to show for it, but I'm back. <laughs> those, guns are, those guns are not tanned. Um, so it's often called the best coast or the yeah. left coast. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you, when you thought about this trip, I'm going out to the west coast, mm-hmm. I'm going to run Broken Arrow, Sky Race, and then I'm going to pace my buddy at Western States. It's Jason. Yes. I forget that people don't have the context all the time. <laughs> so you're going to go out and pace Jason Mintz at Western States. You're going to run Broken Arrow. Um, what did you, what like, what visions popped in your head when you thought about this West Coast trip? Hmm. I have to think about that one. I, I was definitely kind of excited to just go explore out there. I haven't spent much time out there running trails and I, I've never been to Tahoe before. So the, doing Broken Arrow, I was definitely pretty pumped about that, just mm-hmm. trying something different. I haven't done any sky racing before. I was really just looking forward to the week in between, <laughs> where it was just going to be <laughs> relaxing, you know, work during the day, and then just go out and run and just right. kind of live that, live that life for a week. Live that life. <laughs> and then I knew once Jason got there and Western States was approaching, it was going to be like, all right, 
stress time, time right. to focus. <laughs> right. You know, this is a big thing. Yeah, that's it's a big deal. A yeah. one a one ticket guy yes. <laughs> getting in the Western states. Yes. Um, so you went out and you did Broken Arrow. You landed. Did I you have um? Did like, it? Yeah, you quotes. you were there. You were there. <laughs> yeah. You participated. Um, did you have like? Uh, a plan for altitude and heat and all that or did you just obviously I didn't Um, (laughs) I travel to New Mexico every year for spring training and that's at about the same altitude Mm -hmm. and I kind of go out there just wake up the next morning go for a run and I've never had issues yeah but I not racing when I go Mm -hmm. out there I'm just kind of going for a leisurely run and actually this year when I went out to New Mexico I got out there late the night before and woke up early the next day, went for a run, and I was just like, all right, this is the first time I'm ever feeling altitude sickness. So I kind of got a dose of it. And I I went out to California with the same, like I knew it was at altitude, and I knew I was really cutting it close, but it was Mm -hmm. already a long trip. So I'm like, I'll just, you know, get out there Wednesday, or Thursday. Mm -hmm. Um, Friday, the VK didn't start till 11. Like, that's plenty of time to just sit around and... (laughs) Well, I was in for a rude awakening. Well, basically. one of the thoughts on the altitude thing is either you go there and you like completely shock your body and mm-hmm. it doesn't have time to get altitude yeah. sickness, or you go there with a long time to get adjusted. Yeah. So I went with the shock your body mode. <laughs> <laughs> and your body was in fact shocked. Yeah, it was. So in general, you didn't have um, you didn't have a good time at the Sky Race. I mean, you had a good time. Yeah, I had a great time. Yeah. I'll say that. Not a great it, race. Yeah. Correct. Right. But it was still a fun experience. The course was amazing. Yeah. You know, they did a great job putting that race mm-hmm. on. So I, I really enjoyed it. Just, right. you know. Now, what was the course like? Was it snowy yes. and gnarly? There was yeah. a lot of snow, yes. Yes. <laughs> so that was interesting. That was, the snow was probably the main reason I decided to not finish mm-hmm. the Sky Race. Because you're working so hard yeah, to get through the snow. Yeah, and you're falling, and you're just, yeah. and I wasn't feeling great. I'm thinking something could go bad here right and and you're, you're not out there for yeah you know like, the Jason, sky race i can't run with you next weekend <laughs> I sorry buddy sprained an ankle <laughs> i hear there's a list of pacers waiting yeah. though uh, so um but was the air the air temperature was decent but there's just snow right everywhere yeah it, it was definitely very mm-hmm. warm and yeah. there were two times where i fell in the snow and guys stopped to offer to help me up and i was just like nope just let me sit here a minute because this feels really good. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really weird when you're just out there sweating and overheated right. and you're running through snow. Yeah. <laughs> it's a cool feeling. Well, and that's like, uh, you know, whenever we're running around here uh, and there's a stream, like yes. instantly just lay down yeah. in the stream. <laughs> like, I did that yesterday, too. Can, can I cover myself up? Yes. So um, what was it? What was it like there at the at the start of the Broken Arrow? Is it a, like a big party scene? Is it all the uh, Western states names and everybody out there? There's a few. I mean, you definitely. It's, there's a lot of elite spottings out there. Yeah. Um, some of the people that were going to be racing Western states were there milling about, but it's it's mostly just the people that were out there to support Western states. Mm-hmm. So right, that's what that's their race. Yeah, that's the pregame, yeah, which is why I did it. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> And you went um, from there. Then you said you had a week. You're just chilling. Yep. Just, just living that life. Looking up trails that I wanted to go check out and nice. exploring. It was great. Yeah. And then Western States comes. Yes. Right. <laughs> and okay. So now you're you're working. Yes. This is officially Laura in work mode, right? Yes. <laughs> what, was the, what was that like to be nervous about somebody else's race? Well, it, it's my third time pacing. At Western? Well, no, for a 100 miler. Okay. And crewing. So I... 
you know, you kind of know what you're getting into, but mm -hmm. every race is different. And of course this one is just, it's a different level. It's more different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, it, and it's, it's, it's hot out there. Mm -hmm. It's dusty out there. Mm -hmm. I'm lugging heavy stuff around. Mm -hmm. I get to that first aid station. It was a two and a half hour drive from the start to get there. To the first aid station. Yeah. Wow. And I'm hiking up this, <laughs> this long hill with this heavy cooler. And I'm just like, how am I going to run today? Like I'm already exhausted right. <laughs> and I haven't even started crewing yet. <laughs> but luckily there was like, you know, a couple guys around who were always willing to help me out, which was nice. <laughs> yeah. So, so you, you, you and Jason had a, a lot of meetings about this, right? I mean, you had a plan, you had an agenda, you had lists and everything. Yeah, we didn't have meetings, but yeah, we definitely <laughs> had the lists going. I had my notebook, you know, copying yeah. from his notebook to my notebook. Yeah. Yeah. We definitely, he had the spots where he wanted me to meet him, mm -hmm. kind of got the rundown of what he wanted at each spot, you know, yeah. whether it's water dumped on him, ice. Yeah. Know, and that all, that all went right out the window, right? Not necessarily. No, no. no. Oh. You know, because Mike Tyson says, right? You know, the Mike Tyson quote, everybody has a plan until they get punched in the face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, he was pretty much following his plan yeah. until I picked him up to pace and he was doing great. Yeah. He looked yeah. great. He felt great. Mm -hmm. It was, that helps you when you're crewing to see that your runner is just, just feeling good, having a good right? day. You're like, okay, I feel yeah. better. <laughs> yeah. Right. You got them. You, you got your stuff in check yeah. and you're, you're just moving through the aid stations and everything. Yes. <laughs> That's cool. So, so overall, generally a positive experience. Definitely. Yes. I so, mean, of course I would have liked it to have gone better for him. Yeah. But yeah. Well, I'm, I'm super proud. He him. did it. He finished it and, out. He yeah. gritted it out. And, he did. You know? <laughs> so uh, Jason finished in 28 hours -ish. Um, Under. It was yeah, under 20. something. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, he gritted it out. He's got a buckle, and he's got right. a whole bunch of lessons now. Yes. You know? Um, <laughs> and so do I. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess that's, that's my question. Is this a prospective trip? Is Laura Klein scouting Western states? It's funny because I fully expected to go into this coming out thinking all right i gotta get in this i gotta do this <laughs> i'm not it i didn't work that way <laughs> it's not that i don't want to do it but i'm still just kind of like when your time comes there, yeah but i'm not good in heat <laughs> mm -hmm. and i i even struggled when i wasn't running in right. that heat so yeah. yeah it's it's a cool course mm -hmm. and i'm i definitely want to do it but I'm not chomping at the bit like I thought I would be. Right. You don't have the bug. <laughs> yeah. No. But what did, so what did you think about the general scene? Like, was it too much? There's a lot of talk about it. Is it, is there it is too There is a big? lot of talk. Um, I don't think overall it was. I do kind of understand the whole camera crew thing. Mm -hmm. Like, that was one of my first thoughts. It's like, wow, I really let Jason down that he doesn't <laughs> have his own camera crew here with but him. You had some. you had some <laughs> nice footage of him running. Uh, you, you somebody a, else took that. Oh, I don't yeah. know. Weren't or you? Did I? Yeah, you were when you <laughs> were when you were running with him. Oh yeah, right? yeah, you were yeah. Running behind him I for did a, a little Facebook live. Yeah, yeah. Because I knew there were so many people out there. They're all his fans rooting for him. So all, all, I wanted to give them a little something. <laughs> Mince's minions. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's people that just uh -huh. are cruising in with like a swarm of people, and you're yeah. like, "Where's the runner?" Like, yeah. it's just it's it's a little crazy. It feels a little Disney Disney yes, World ish. It is. You know. Um, so you but you've also run in other big races, right? I mean you're you're not you're not just running little rinky dink races. You've been mm -hmm. at other big big races. Yes. Is there anything that comes close to what you just experienced? 
Probably not, but I think also when I'm running it, yeah. I, I don't get to see you all don't, that. You don't see that, all the circus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what is um, what would you say in your mind is the like one of the biggest races that you've run? In in your brain, you're like, oh my god, I can't believe I'm running this race. Hmm. I don't think I've ever really felt that way. No, it's all. Um, but I, I'd say like you know for ultras, the North Face was definitely mm-hmm. the, the the one biggest. out San Francisco, yeah, the California one. Yeah. And you did fairly well there. I mean, just out of the top ten. Just out eleventh. <laughs> I mean, eleventh at eleventh at that field is hmm. that's a good run. Probably not what you want. No, right? but that's but. why I'm going to go back. Right. <laughs> now so, I know the course. So. so how was that That whole flying cross-country? Now, this time you, we were just talking about you worrying about, you know, somebody else's race. But now you're flying cross-country to California. And you say you train in New Mexico, so you're kind of used to that, mm-hmm. right? You know what? Let's stop there. Right? So you go <laughs> to training camp. Yes. Like out in New Mexico. It's basically I visit my sister. <laughs> but <laughs> it's a week that I take off of work and right. just... And you get just up, go out there, go run, and then recover. relax. Yeah, yeah. So I it, call it training camp. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it's training camp. So, um, how long have you been doing that? Uh, she's been out there. Whew, I'd say I've been doing it at least four years now. Okay. Yeah. And you, is it timed like during the winter when it's terrible up here? And no, it's it, actually this year was probably the worst it's been that I've gone out there because they I went in late April. And they still were getting snow up in the mountains. Uh, I still couldn't run on all the mountains. So, boo. like, I kind of need to schedule a little later in the year. But yeah, <laughs> it does get really hot out there. So mm. oh, Heat. <laughs> heat is not my thing. No. That's why we're under this nice shaded yes. pavilion. <laughs> we should have fans. I'm not, a, I'm not a big fan of the heat Me either. Me I'm not. That's why I'm not interested in, like... You know, I have I have one friend when he found out that I did ultras. He's like, "You ever gonna run Badwater?" I'm like, "Yeah, no." I have zero no, desire for no, that. I, I have negative desire. <laughs> like, you, okay, here's a check. Go run Badwater. How yeah. big is that check? Because <laughs> <laughs> how much do I have to run? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You mean finish Badwater? Show up? I'm like, what's the deal? Yeah, it's not my not my gig either. So, all right. So you're used to flying to the West Coast mm-hmm. a little bit, and you're yeah. running and. So North Face, it's a it's a big race. That's a fast field, mm-hmm. and you're going there to actually race. Yes. So what was that like? <laughs> I don't. I mean, I think that's easier for me than the Western States thing. Right. Because yeah. if it's just me to worry you're preparing about, for you. like I know me, mm-hmm. and I know what I can do. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't. I don't really let it get to me too much. Yeah. I'm one of those people though that when I travel far away for races, I don't stay anywhere near like the race headquarters or race site oh, okay i like to be tucked away wow because if i'm caught up in all of that then i will start to yeah. get anxious and nervous so do you like the mike weldon standing around looking at how short everybody's shorts yeah, are yeah, and how totally. fit their legs look <laughs> that was great <laughs> that's his gig like weldon's the best you ever show up at an ultra with him he's like oh look at those look at those shorts look at those legs and it's like dude look up at whatever my eyes right. my eyes are up here weldon my eyes are up here uh, Yes. So what is the furthest that you've flown for a race? Australia. Yeah? Yeah. What did you do out there? That was back in my pre-ultra running days when I was a duathlete and triathlete. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Wow. That that racing has taken me to some cool places around yeah. the world. So that was, um, that was Australia, and was it like an Olympics type of thing? What was it? No, I don't know anything about what they do in Australia yeah. at all. <laughs> I don't know a thing. Well, there's uh, in 
there's the ITU, which is the International Triathlon Union, okay. and they hold world championships right. around the world. So I went for duathlon world championship. That was 2005. That was my first overseas 12, adventure. 12 years ago. Yeah. So that, that put you at 27? I guess so. 27-ish. Yeah. Yeah. We 39 talking, right now. Yeah, so. we were talking. <laughs> you're going to hit 40, and I'm going to follow yep. right behind and hit 39. <laughs> so so t- 27 years old in the world championships. Yes. Not even nervous, right? Didn't even blink. I don't think I was too nervous. Yeah. But I, I never especially back then never went into these things with any confidence so there was no no pressure yeah. <laughs> no reason to be nervous I'm just like I'm gonna go and just have fun and do what I want to do so that's interesting to me how do you how do you perform at the level that you're at or were at in the world championships without confidence that's a good question <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I mean okay put in put another way how did you get how did you end up in the world championships was it something you pursued or something that just happened to you you qualify for it and yeah i did a race where i qualified and they kind of send you the email saying hey mm-hmm. you qualified for this if you want to do it and it's like sure i'll go to australia and race yeah you know, i was new to the sport so i was like this sounds fun <laughs> so um what what did you do like throughout your teen years or your early 20s that got you to a point where you're hmm. doing these kind of things pretty much nothing <laughs> nothing that's um, that's the key to success folks is. do a Start whole lot late. of nothing <laughs> and wait for fresh legs <laughs> in high school i was i was a team sports athlete yeah. softball field hockey was my main sport so i you know what now that that strikes me you could be a field hockey you oh, could yeah. be pretty damn good at field I hockey i love field hockey yeah and I went to Syracuse and the Syracuse coaches came down to watch me and they talked to me after my game and I just didn't get like that kind of fun vibe from them. Mm-hmm. They were just very serious. Oh. And I'm like, I, I don't think this is what I want my college experience to be. Yeah. Because field hockey, I mean, you can get on the Olympic team and that's mm-hmm. about it. <laughs> like mm-hmm. your yeah. chances are. Yeah. There's not a lot of big money in yeah. uh, professional there's field no hockey. <laughs> <laughs> big money field hockey. Okay, um, so you decided that you weren't going to play team sports in college? Correct. I basically went to the gym to work out because I've always been active and fit. Mm -hmm. And I had a brief stint in boxing. I was a boxer for a while. What? In college, yep. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and so I didn't start running until after college. Wow. You got got like a belt, a big boxing title belt that you hang above your bed no and that's why i stopped boxing oh. i went to the golden gloves and i was a super flyweight weighing in at 109 and no one for me to fight oh <laughs> so i'm like well <laughs> this is great training and practice and i love it but but there was nobody else like no. literally nobody else for you the to fight. next girl was 118 and uh. i had sparred girls heavier than that so i was like yeah you know that's fine but they don't allow that oh <laughs> wow. So I sat on the sidelines <laughs> the oh. entire tournament and That's a me like you just It's so sad. <laughs> it's Yeah, that's like a made for TV movie like <laughs> all dressed up and nobody to that's fight. That's right. Yep. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to think right now. <laughs> well, you know, I'm out of your weight class too or else I'd offer, yeah. you know. Weldon's in your weight class, I think. Oh yeah, yeah. You can see if he wants some, to spar. Put on some gloves. <laughs> Um, wow. So then after college, you go, you grow up and you're like, okay, I'm, I'm an adult. I haven't grown up I yet. should start running. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, I moved to Southern California. Okay, there you go. So and everybody's running around the beaches there, right? right? Yeah. <laughs> wow, you're all over the place. Yeah. So you yeah. went to Southern California mm-hmm. and you came back. Mm-hmm. What brought you back? Uh, that's a long story. <laughs> okay, but we'll different say, podcast. Yeah, we'll say my family's back here. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah, um, I would think it's the lack of seasons that would drive me back. Yeah, you, you know, know, that that was kind of sad. But I yeah. would come home at Christmas and yeah. get my dose. Get your snow. Yeah. But yeah, that that was one thing I missed out there. All right, so now you're now you're back in the Northeast, and suddenly you're a runner, which you weren't when you left. Correct. Right, and you're not a do athlete, which you were sort of right. And so yeah. now you're transitioned to running. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what what started? What got the got you going? What what really lit that fire? And that okay, this is now serious for me. Hmm. I think I was just addicted to it from my first race. I I raced a 5K without ever training. I just kind of showed up and gave it a shot. Not even the couch to 5K, just no, to no. 5K. Yeah, yeah. From, from the boxing gloves to 5K. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, from the elliptical at the gym. So oh. I, at least I had something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it, I kind of went out at the start, like almost like I would now. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously didn't know anything I was doing. I think I walked twice yeah. during, that, during a 5K. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because I didn't know yeah. how to control myself <laughs> so you know i immediately finished just like all right i can do this better mm-hmm. and that's pretty much been my motto from with everything just from that it, point on doing it a little bit better yeah <laughs> all right so you, you start getting faster stronger better and you're now you're learning to control yourself yes <laughs> but you're it seems like from the beginning you lined up right at the front Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, to the front. I've always been competitive, so yeah. <laughs> whether I should be up there or not. Yeah, I'm just now you have people to race. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, wow. Um, the, the next place is obviously how do, you, um, how do you find out that you're good at this stuff? Like, is it you just keep going to races and suddenly you find yourself higher and higher up the standings? Yeah. Yeah, you know, you just you start winning age group awards, and then you start winning overall awards, mm-hmm. and yeah, you just kind of think, well, yeah. where else can I take this? <laughs> yeah, that, the thirty-five to thirty-nine age group is rough. It is. It's rough for me. <laughs> and I got started in the twenty-five to twenty-nine, so yeah, there's where I could have got my confidence, you know. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> there were a lot the, of people that you know, age who were seriously f- competing, and you had the fresh legs. You yeah. don't have thousands and thousands Correct. of miles on them. <laughs> So somewhere along the line, you got confidence, right? I mean, yeah. you're pretty good at this stuff. I mean, I, it's stuff. not like I don't have any. Yeah. But I just, it's hard for me to go into any race thinking, like, I'm going to have an excellent race. Yeah. I mean, I think there's a difference between confidence and arrogance. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I'm the best runner here yeah. <laughs> versus I can win today. Yeah. You know, I think those are two different things. Yes. At least in my mind, which yes. I, nev- I never think either one of those things, <laughs> but <laughs> I think there's a, there's a distinct difference. Believing mm-hmm. in your abilities versus, I don't know, externally believing like other people don't have the abilities True. or something, yeah. you know, something like that. And for me, it's, I can go into it feeling I have the abilities, mm-hmm. but I will look around me and say, okay, but the, all of these girls have right. more ability than me it's right. really just second guessing yeah. myself but then you just you kind of flex those guns and they're all like <laughs> they're all like oh crap Klein's here yeah right <laughs> <laughs> um okay so i think you know one of the other things that uh at least the first time that i remember 
seeing you, I, I don't know that we met, was when you ran the Zero SPF race. Okay. And you came to Rochester. Yes. Uh, and you ran Zero SPF. Really? Was that the good year or the bad year? The good year. Okay. <laughs> you ran it really fast is what I was going to say. Yeah. Um, and you've been sort of, you bounce in and out of Rochester a mm-hmm. little bit. Uh, it seems like Egan lures you in for Zero he SPF. <laughs> He's a talker. He gets you going. Um, so... Are you, you're not running zero SPF this year, though, right? I'm not because no. it's the North Face Ontario. It's the right. same same right. day. All right. So let's talk about zero SPF. Yes. And and that race and just sort of you've run it twice. Yes. Um, one good, one bad. Let's <laughs> talk about both. Uh, and then we'll talk about North Face because okay. I think like you know you got some cool races coming up. Yeah. So zero SPF. Love that race. Yeah. I oh. <laughs> I, I really have this hard time dealing with the fact that there's so many races I want to do and only so many you can do (laughs) yeah exactly I've been learning that the hard way yeah I tend to have a hard time saying no Mm -hmm. but then I start running myself into the ground so right it's hard to pick and choose (laughs) Mm -hmm. right so when you when you first came the first time Mm -hmm. how did how did Egan sell the race to you I don't, I don't think it was a hard sell. I no? mean, I think he just kind of reached out and told me about the race, and I was like, yeah, sure, I'll do it. Yeah. Like, There's something about that race for me. Like, I'm going yes, back again this time. Mm-hmm. This will be my third time. I haven't had a good year. <laughs> um, I just, uh, that course, I, I really like the course. It's the a cre- fun course. I, the creativity in it. Mm-hmm. I also, there's something appealing about this course shouldn't feel this hard. <laughs> yeah. And, but I, I get there, and I'm like, this is this is hard. <laughs> I can't breathe. Why can I not breathe? Yeah. You know, cause I keep going up and down these hills. Yeah. Like, but, um, for me, it's, it's such a challenge because you totally feel like you can run it fast. Mm-hmm. And then, then, and some, then it hits you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It punches you in the face. <laughs> right. Everybody's got a plan. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and so you were a boxer. How did you not know that Mike Tyson quote? I've never been a fan of Tyson's. Yeah, me neither. But that's a funny quote. I think <laughs> just makes me laugh. Um, so how was that? How, how was that race? I mean, you like it. I'm sure it's so far back in your memory, but it is, but you know, it's, I'm really bad too at remembering race courses. You get them done so fast. That's why Or it's just like, I'm just, I'm not focused on that part of it, but that course, like I feel at home at that course. I know that course. Huh? It's just very memorable. Yeah. And yeah, I, I don't know. I just really loved it. I love the community there. Yeah, my my kids last year uh, handed out freezy pops at the finish line. Oh, nice! They were so excited to be <laughs> handing out free. They were just back and forth from the cooler. They had the scissors. They were like, you awesome. Know, yeah, they See, were. See, I lo- missed it. Yeah, well, they'll. I think I'm running it this year. Um, they may or may not be there with freezy pops, but it was it was requested quite a bit last year. Well, you know that race is so popular that Jason Mintz is coming back. To Jason run it. Mintz is coming back again. Yes. After Western States. Yeah, I don't know. He's I'm in, pretty sure Western States was his, like, warm-up race. His <laughs> warm-up for SPF. Four zero SPF. Yeah, well, you know, last year he was so close to winning. Yes. So close. <laughs> um, it was really fast last year. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I missed it. I missed a good With one. Matt Lipsy and Weldon and Mintz and Davin. And, yeah. yeah. I mean, that was a fast, fast field. It's cool to see that showing up there yeah this <laughs> this race is gonna have like world-class field in the next right. couple of years it's like a track and field event but it's <laughs> 15 miles behind <laughs> behind uh strip malls yep and it doesn't feel like you're behind strip. No, you're in the you're all. in a rainforest yeah <laughs> it's rough uh okay um 
now we're let's talk about some cool races that you're gonna do okay i mean and maybe we'll sprinkle in some of uh laura's laura's tips for success oh <laughs> <laughs> all right well yes next i'm doing the north face ontario yeah i'm doing the 50 miler i did the 50k there last year and just fell in love with that place yeah i really wanted to go back this year it's so what's it like it's at a, you know, it actually reminded me a lot of Broken Arrow. Hmm. It's it's at this really nice ski resort, and you're just kind of running up and down ski so slopes. So um, Tremblant? Is that where it is? No, it's north of Toronto, like okay. about an hour north of Toronto, along the water. Nice. But yeah, it's just, it's really cool there. Huh. A lot of climbing, fun course. Lots of climbing. Hmm. And so you, how did you do last year? I won the 50K. Yeah. Yep. So now you're stepping up to the big yeah. kids race. Yes. <laughs> Got to get up like two hours earlier. <laughs> oh, yeah. But that's all right. And uh, are you are you a type of person that like scopes out who else is going to be there at all? Sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't. Um, yeah. Sometimes I just don't want to know. Right. I remember at one point going into Broken Arrow, Jason Mintz texted me and was like, oh, you should see the lineup. And I was like, no, I'm not looking. Like, don't tell me that. Yeah. I think um, if I think I have a pretty decent chance, I will scope it out a little more. Mm -hmm. But sometimes but I go into race, like Broken Arrow. I knew yeah. I wasn't going to show up and be like. Right. But, you, but you're not. I mean, maybe Broken Arrow was a little different because you were going to sort of participate in it and you mm -hmm. weren't going to be like I'm going to win this no. but you're also like I just said hey you did really well at North Face San Francisco and you're like eh, just out of the top 10 <laughs> yeah. right so I mean you have goals when you go to these things oh, yeah. right and yeah. so you kind of when you show up and you're like oh that person's here right <laughs> do you do you have those people that you're like okay I'm going to be on their hip or oh I know they're going to be riding my hip and this is the way they run I don't think anyone tries to ride my hip. No. <laughs> I don't no think one. people know me enough to. Oh, come on. <laughs> but yeah, there's definitely people that I look to and like, okay, good. They're going to be there. I know how this person runs. Mm -hmm. That's kind of what I want to do. So. Right. So um, we, we went right to uh, North Face, but you're also going to be at Sky Race uh, next week, right? Yes, to volunteer. Well, so, and this will probably come out after Sky Race. So mm -hmm. how was Sky Race? <laughs> <laughs> It was such a great time. Yeah. The weather was perfect. Oh, yeah. It never <laughs> rains at any of Ian's no, races. Never. ever. Beautiful skies. Yeah. It's funny. I always tell, I always, um, since last year, I've been telling the story about um, standing at the Mid-Mountain Aid Station mm -hmm. in, in a thunderstorm, in a literal cloud <laughs> as lightning is just falling all around <laughs> us. And uh, we're standing in, I was like, you know what? We're right by this ski shelter, you know, where the... Um, the lift ends. I was like, oh, this door is open. Oh, we're, we're going nice. in. <laughs> yeah, so that was really fun standing in the mm. middle of a lightning storm on a white face mountain. I did check the weather last night, and mm -hmm. it's way too early to say, but right now it looks great. Right. It should we'll be. See. It should be just fine until the race starts. Yep. Um, yeah, and you're going to volunteer there? Yes. Right. I was originally going to run them both, mm -hmm. but kind of having trouble deciding what I wanted to do after Broken Arrow mm -hmm. when that didn't go as planned mm -hmm. and I really want something longer in before I head overseas to mm -hmm. do CCC mm -hmm. so and Man. I really wanted to do Ontario and I was trying to fit mm -hmm. like Whiteface and that but right. just too much just couldn't so happen. yeah well you just said you got you got to learn how to say no once yes. in a while right <laughs> um yeah so you're gonna go from 
Ontario mm -hmm. after after a 50 miler. Mm -hmm. Then you're going over to CCC, which is a in UTMB, it's part of UTMB weekend, yes. right? And is this a UTMB scouting run as well? Which one? Is, is oh, C, are oh, you for going CCC? To, yeah, are you going to CCC to sort of check <laughs> out UTMB? Or is yes. CCC something that's been on your um, kind yeah, of your I, list? I wasn't, you know, I haven't done 100 yet, and mm. I don't know that I would want UTMB to be my first 100. <laughs> so I think, yeah, CCC is definitely a way to just kind of check it out see what it's like see yeah. if it's something i'd want to go back for well didn't sage do utmb as his first hundred well, i'm not sage <laughs> no you are not you are not yeah um i was just i was thinking like yeah utmb as a first hundred yeah but, um there's a rochester guy uh mark monachino went and did ccc okay last year two years ago maybe huh. um just kind of out of the blue i'm like whoa Oh, okay. <laughs> I guess people from Rochester can go over and run this yeah. thing. You know, um, Twisted Branch has UTMB points yes. associated with it. And I'm like, cool. I'm like, huh, well, I guess I could have got three UTMB points, you yeah. know. But then what do you do with only three? You know? <laughs> now you've now you got to go find eight more, right? And sadly, you know, it's part of my reason for doing the North Face races. Because mm -hmm. that's gonna, how I got into CCC. Okay. I was just going to ask, I, how did you get your points? I would much rather support like the smaller race scene for sure mm -hmm. but they kind of lure you in with that you yeah. know if you want to go yep. do something big like that you need to get some of those bigger mm -hmm. races in. and as we heard not everybody gets all the points they need that's right <laughs> <laughs> so what races did you do that got you the points for ccc i think it i think they took um the north face ontario and the north face california okay and those were you need six points for CCC? Uh, yeah. I don't even so, remember. Yeah. I just know I had them. They, they <laughs> sent you an email and they're like, hey, by the way, you should come and hang out with us? Yeah, yeah. That's cool. So no, are they, you they do not send you that email, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> you have to stock their website and figure out. It's, yeah. it's a difficult website. Yeah, and it's, it's, yeah, it's <laughs> um, obtuse. Yes. <laughs> like it's, it's purposefully like full of lots of text. Yes. Yeah. I remember like when I found out that Mark... Monikino was going. I was like, how did he get in? And I read the website and I'm like, how did he get yeah, in? Still how? <laughs> right. Well, I first I had the the international elite points to get in. Right. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to do this. And then I was like, well, wait a minute. I think I still need the race points. And I'm like, oh, I'm saying I'm going to go do this race. And I don't know if I have the race points. So I had it was it was very complicated to figure this out. I'm like, OK, wait, I do have it. OK, I'm in. But it was just like a lot of back and forth. Like, right. am I am I not? And did, were you doing that with them? Before? No, no. Because they don't help at all, no, right? They, they don't. They don't care. <laughs> they got twenty thousand people running this thing yes. out there. Um, so, are as you're doing this, like you just mentioned, international leads, and we mentioned North Face. As you're doing this, you're doing it with the help of some of your sponsors, right? So, are you going over there, like, as part of an ultra thing? Like, are you going to no. do ultra stuff while you're over there? No, I, I'm not sure they have like a huge presence or desire. Mm -hmm. For that one yeah. that I've heard of yet so right. so you're just gonna just go for me you're gonna go over there be Laura Klein that's right um what about the North Face Ontario are you gonna do ultra things there no or? no it's another one that's not mm -hmm. they have their certain races that they like to like kind of target at. like western states of right. course because yeah. they're the sponsor there yep and so yeah. um I guess that so when I um when Sarah Kais and I were talking mm -hmm. she was doing 
sort of a La Sportiva thing yes. across the country. Mm-hmm. And so she was like, I'm going to do a La Sportiva at these stores and all these things and all that. And that's sort of what I was asking, like, do you go to races being like, okay, one part is ultra and one part's for me at all? No, and they're, they definitely are not really pushy or concerned with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they do ask that we kind of have a presence mm-hmm. in that kind of capacity at two events per year. Yeah. And then I asked about it. I was like, well, is there going to be like a list that we could choose from? And they're like, yeah, we just kind of figure whatever, it out. Whatever yeah, you want. We'll figure something out. Just tell us your it's schedule. It's very loose. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> tell us your schedule and we'll let you know. They just want us out there, you know, yeah. running in their shoes and mm-hmm. I, being a good face of the sport. Yeah, I have no problem being out there running in their yeah, shoes. Yeah. <laughs> I have like, I think I'm counting like seven pairs of ultras right nice. now. I, I have. Not yeah. quite close to me, but no, getting there. No, <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm not, it's not a competition. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Although I do have the Lone Peak high tops. Oh, so, mm-hmm. those I do not have. I, I got those for snowshoeing. Hmm. So um, I apparently am an ankle kicker. You know, and (laughs) so last year we had two opportunities to snowshoe. That was it. (laughs) A whole two. Yeah. And the first time, like, I went out, I kicked myself right in my Achilles. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. Ouch. Got this this giant bump on the back of my foot now. (laughs) So, and then I was like, wait a minute. Ultra makes those high tops. So for this year, Hmm. I got got the, uh, the Lone Peak high tops, which were... Somebody's like, I was at the World Snowshoe Championships, and they're like, you have the lightest snowshoes on the market, and then you're wearing high tops, and I was like, yes. And they go, oh, you're a kicker, huh? <laughs> So it does help then, huh? Oh, I don't think I kicked my ankles. If wow. I did kick my ankles, I didn't feel it, you know? So I was, they were, and they were super comfy. It's a good you know? promotion for that shoe then. Yeah, I, hey, <laughs> it's, it's kind of my thing, I'm a promotional vehicle. Uh, but uh, it's weird because, you know, not a lot of people are making high tops. I think they're starting to show up a little bit, mm-hmm. but I thought for snowshoeing that was the perfect perfect use for them. Yeah, So. and I wouldn't have thought of that. So. Oh, I, Good to know. Uh, you're not an ankle kicker, apparently. Not a snowshoer either. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I got one up on you. Um, I also play water polo. Oh, no, no yeah. I don't. I like watching water polo. <laughs> yeah, water it's fun, isn't it? It's yes. weird to watch water polo. I would never want to play, but oh, I like I can't. to watch. Treading water. I'm not a water person. <laughs> oh, I, I'm a floater. Give me a, give I'm me a, a sinker. A fun noodle and a beer koozie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. That's it. A fun noodle and a beer koozie. Um, whew, got off track there yeah. a little bit. Sorry, I just get so excited. But um, yeah, like I would think that um, you just being out there and somebody is like, "Hey, Laura, what kind of shoes are those?" And you're like, "These are ultras. Mm-hmm. They're the real deal." Yeah, and that that's enough, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so all right, CCC yes. in the fall, right? That's that is that. Would you do you have like a races do? You, Yes. Do you have like, do you pick one or two or three A races per year? How do you, how do you structure? You just said you're kind of an over yeser. Yes. But, but you have yes, to yes. have goals. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I, I have to try to narrow down mm-hmm. to like maybe two A races a year, mm-hmm. which is hard because mm-hmm. I want them all to be A races because right. I'm type A. Yeah. <laughs> zero SPF and zero WTF. Yes. There you go. Two A, a races. races. <laughs> so yeah, um. CCC will be one of them and again like I, I'm not sure what I'm going to expect over there out of myself I'm, I'm obviously going to go and mm-hmm. do the best I can but not sure 
how competitive I will be, but I'm definitely putting everything into that race. Mm -hmm. And then going back to the North Face. Right. San Francisco. Cracking that top cracking ten. Cracking the top ten. <laughs> right. Um, are you going to bring like a, a retinue over to CCC with you? Are you bringing <laughs> mints? Are you getting your, you getting your, are you cashing uh, that check? But no. Funny thing is I kind of just put it up on Facebook. Yeah. Like, hey, because I was, when I was at Western States, I was hanging out with Zach Miller for a little bit and he asked me if I had a crew and I was just like, do I really need one for a hundred K? He's like, eh, it's a long day out on those mountains. You know, it, it definitely yeah. would be nice. So I just kind of put it out on Facebook. Like, hey, you want to go with me? <laughs> and yeah. somebody, a friend of mine from Syracuse who I haven't really talked to or seen in years was just like, I'm in. <laughs> wow. Kind of cool. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, I have somebody coming now. You have that, you have that kind of, you have that kind of pull. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. So you, you'll have a friend, you'll get to reconnect with this friend over yeah. the time. Are you thinking that you're going to go like, are you going to make this a European vacation with a race in the middle? Not really. No. Um, I kind of think blew my vacation in California, which was fine. Well, you said you worked. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you know, <laughs> All right. um, I'm, going i think i'm gonna get out there tuesday or wednesday and then my race starts friday and then i'm gonna leave monday so i'll have like a little cushion mm -hmm. after maybe hang out yeah. i actually fly back it i always pick these overseas races where i'm either there on my birthday or flying home on my birthday so yeah. i'll be flying home on my 40th birthday huh <laughs> <laughs> what other kind of overseas races have you picked recently what's in your it's all been um duathlon and triathlon yeah. Okay. So are you still are you still doing those? No, this is my first year of wow cutting them out, and I, I'm I didn't I'm know feeling that. a little sad. Yeah, I didn't know that you were doing them up until. Yeah, wow. last year I kind of overextended myself with trying to do both very competitively. Right. Yeah. And is that and that that's what made you make the choice? Yes. To, do I want to be a really serious ultra runner yes. or a really serious to athlete? So it was it was a hard choice, but. I'm happy with it. Mm -hmm. I am. I do miss racing on my bike, though, and wouldn't be surprised if next year I kind of start switch. hopping into some again. Not switch, yeah. but. So, how how do you? Um, what's your process for making that kind of decision? Do you just wake up one morning and go, "I got it. Oh, I'm no. going to do X." <laughs> do you sit there and just let it bounce around in your head for months and months? Yes. <laughs> do you make a um, pros and cons list? Like what kind I, of... I, I do that sometimes, yeah. yeah. Um, I can't... I don't even remember really how I came to the conclusion for this one. I, th I think it was kind of maybe time for a break off the bike. And this was so new and fresh to me. So it was kind of like, eh, let's just step into this for a while and see how it goes. And mm -hmm. there's definitely more you can do with the sport of ultra running like duathlon was really the sport i was successful in and here in the states that means absolutely nothing <laughs> like yeah. overseas duathlon is big but yeah it's kind of like here you're just <laughs> not like, a whole lot for we you like that laser-like focus on one thing yeah just do one thing perfect yes um yeah, and ultra running's pretty big right now. Yes. This is this is kind of the strike while the iron's hot, right? Yeah. You know. And a lot of people, when they break down from running, that's when they get on the bike. So, mm -hmm. like, I might yeah. as well use some of these well, good years. But you're fresh. You're still <laughs> fresh. You're only ten years into this yeah. stuff, you know. <laughs> and uh, you, and even in those ten years, you still weren't like taking it seriously at the beginning. You said, you know. Correct. Yeah. As, as seriously as you can not take yeah. something, right? 
Um, but I, I tend to run myself into the ground, so yeah. it's it's a constant. I have to constantly pay attention. You have to destroy in order to create, yes. right? Like that's <laughs> uh, <laughs> that side eye was pretty funny there. <laughs> what the hell's this guy talking uh, about? No, destroying's not good. <laughs> yeah. Um. You said that with a little bit of experience there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have you, what what's your most uh your your most catastrophic destruction that you've had? Uh, it might have been a like a kind of like a two year string, fed in one to the other. But I had a heat stroke during Ooh. a race. Those are hard to recover from. Yeah, um, I was a mile and a half from the finish, half Ironman, best race I was ever having, and oh. I woke up in an ambulance. <laughs> oh, where was that? Uh, New Hampshire. Oh. Yeah. So it was very scary mm-hmm. because I was scared that I actually, that happened to me without me having any knowledge that mm-hmm. anything was wrong. Yeah. And that I could allow myself to race to right. that point. That's, I just, um, Kip Tissio was just on the podcast. Yes, I heard that one. And um, we were all really surprised when we saw his video of him, like he was running the Victoria Falls Marathon mm-hmm. and then suddenly like he's crawling. Huh. And he's like crawling between, you know, and the, the race director's Oof. like next to him. And um, eventually they, they sort of, he was like 800 meters from the finish or something, and they pull him from the course. Mm-hmm. And so we're all like, wow, Kip like just, you know, collapsed and it was done. And um, one, we were like, I can't believe the race director actually shot this video. <laughs> and then, but now the video is not out there anymore. Oh. But, um, when I asked him about it, he had no memory of it nope. happening. He was like, he woke up in a tent and there was an IV in him. And he's like, what are you doing? I was winning this race. Yep. <laughs> you know, and he didn't even know uh, that it happened. Yeah, I guess I, I, I have a memory now that I was like wavering and swerving and couldn't stay in the yellow line, but mm-hmm. still wasn't thinking anything of it. But I guess I just kind of Pushed hit the through. ground Ooh. like flat and was out cold. Were you, then, were you running or were you riding? I was running. Okay. Phew. And then I I know that when I woke up in the ambulance, the first thing I said is, did I finish? Because yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know. Uh, uh, they, that was they, my concern. <laughs> they probably have to be so frustrated with people like you. <laughs> no, they were great. No, they, I'm sure. But they were it's having like, a good time. Yeah. It's like one of those, like, really? You're, you almost died and you're worried about <laughs> finishing. And you said that that started leading to other things? It was like a two-year... Yeah, then the following year, I ran myself into, like, multiple pelvis fractures Ugh. and had to take 17 months off. Wow. So that was the the wake-up call of, wow. I need to let go of this a little, just a little just bit. Just a little <laughs> bit. But, but isn't that hard, though, to find that, at, like, how do, you, how do you compete at your best if you're not really pushing it? It's not the pushing it. It's just making it your, your entire life. Right. I'm just... Being very obsessive about it and yeah, making it your whole identity. That was a big problem. Right. Yeah. I, you know, for me, it's like, oh, you know, my, my toe hurts today. I think, I think it's a rest day, you <laughs> know, whereas I, I would think in order to be at that level where you're winning, you're like, I got nine other toes. Yeah. I got uh-huh. another knee. I got <laughs> another elbow. I don't need these things. Uh, I'll keep going. Yep. Ooh. The rate when I, I could barely walk. And I still just thought, we thought it could have been a labral tear. So it's like, well, if I'm going to have surgery, I might as well just keep pushing through this while and I can. Was, and it was multiple fractures. Yeah. Not just not just one. No, you don't do anything. 
You don't do anything half. No, do no. You? <laughs> yeah, I showed up to a 20K national championship on road because I was a road runner. And I couldn't even start up with the elites because I couldn't go from standing to running. It was like a wow. really prolonged. <laughs> wow. To get to, and once I was at speed, I was okay. So I started like back a few <laughs> rows and way off to the side because I'm like, these people are going to be mad. Yeah. When the gun goes off and I'm like hobbling. And I ran that race, and I finished, and I couldn't even walk back to my car, and I'm just like, all right, this is really bad. And then I had the MRI with the contrast, and instead of coming back for my results, they're like, we're going to need to speak to you before you leave. And they came in, they said, we have good news and bad news. Which do you want to hear first? And I was like, "Uh, I guess I'll take the good news. They're like, well, you don't have a labral tear. And I was like, okay, great. (sighs) The bad news is you, how are you even walking right now? You shouldn't be walking. like, okay. (laughs) They're like, sit, sit down, uh, yeah. lay down, <laughs> lay down. We're going we're gonna to wrap this bubble wrap around you and we're going to yeah. ship you off. So how did, how did you recover from that? Like, what, was it a lot of like sitting around waiting for things to heal? Yeah, that, that was tough because the first doctor I was with didn't really understand endurance athletes. Mm-hmm. He treated a lot of athletes, but um, told me I could do whatever I wanted as long as it didn't hurt. And you don't tell somebody like me that. No, because hurt is a different definition. (laughs) (laughs) So I was out, like, riding my bike all the time, not even thinking, like, all of your weight is on your pelvis when you're Mm -hmm. riding. That's what I was going to (laughs) say. Well, I'm not, you know, I'm just like, I got to do whatever I can do. And I can't run. And for you, it's just uncomfortable. It's not hurting. Exactly. So I was doing that for a while, and, you know, things weren't healing or getting better. So I went to another doctor who's actually an Ironman. Like, he kind of gets it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, all right, you need to be on crutches. <laughs> you need to shut no it down. more bike. He's like, you can swim with a pool buoy, no kicking. <laughs> so that's kind of what made it 17 months was a few months of doing Just it all wrong. Beating it up more. Yeah. Wow. And then, and then, the, but you're back. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, yep. when was that? That was to the end of 2009. I was diagnosed. So I was out all of 2010. Wow. It was my only year of not racing. Only year. <laughs> that had to be... Rough year. I was going to say that had to be pretty <laughs> terrible, especially for somebody that's like you had at that point made it your identity. Oh, yes. So how do you, do you catch yourself now when you, if it starts getting a little bit too, how, do, how, how does that happen to you? You're like, hold on, Laura. Remember, remember we made this promise to ourselves seven years ago. Yeah. It, it's kind of hard to notice, but, um, yeah. yeah, there's just times where I'm just putting my training or my racing above anything else mm-hmm. and just kind of needing to step back and not get to that point again. Yeah. Do you have like, when that happens, do you do, do you go like the full shutdown mode and do you have a place where you like, you run away to where you can't run or compete or anything? No, definitely not. No, definitely don't stop. <laughs> no, I, I think the, the fear is enough for me. Of yeah. Like never wanting to go through that again. Right. <laughs> That's a big enough motivator for me to just be like, all right, just back, you know, you can take an easy day. You can take a day off, just whatever I need to do to, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I don't need to go go anywhere deep really right. what's a what's a day off is a day off like it's a day off it's it's a full-on like mm-hmm. prices right and pringles kind of day off oh uh, yeah no. <laughs> <laughs> no but it's more just kind of maybe body work like 
That's what I'm yeah, getting yeah. at. It definitely it's still is not, active recovery. <laughs> it's not a day off. <laughs> or like, oh, I'll just get on my bike and spin a little bit. Yeah, just yeah. hit the heavy bag for a couple hours. <laughs> no, I, I can I can take a full day off when I need yeah. to. When you need to. I'm good to. with that, yeah. Yeah. Once uh, yeah, every 365 days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Leap year days. Take February 20th. I always take February 29th off. Always. Uh, it's a standing date. It's a standing date. <laughs> Nobody comes next to it. Shabbos. <laughs> huh. Okay. Um, and then when we were mentioning earlier, you are like CCC, and then after that, it's like crystal ball style, right? You don't have any big plans for that. After CCC, right? Uh, the North Face, California. Oh, yeah. Sorry, my calendar got screwed yeah. up. So back to San Francisco, mm-hmm. bust out that top 10. That's mm-hmm. in early December. It's right? actually moved up to late November this year, which hmm. is kind of cool. Hmm. So there was that, um, there were like some of the elites last year were doing like JFK and then North Face. They can't really do that if they move North no. Face up a little bit, right? Nope. Hmm? Darn. 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 <laughs> um, Okay, so then after that, like, 2018, you're you're in your 39th year. Yeah, well, I'll be in my 40th year in 2018. Right, because you're hitting 40. <laughs> I'll be in my 39th yes. year. I'm getting our ages mixed up. Um, so, any, what does 40 mean to you? Like, what is that? I mean, a new age group for you to go crush. I'm a master. You're I'm gonna a be a master. master. Master's money. <laughs> master Klein. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. Um, you know, I, I don't think it really means a whole lot to me. No. I, I've been telling people that every decade has gotten better, so yeah. I'm ready. I'm ready for it. Yeah, we didn't cover the teen years really all that much. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember much of it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's good to not cover the teen years. Yeah. So happy there was no social media back then. <laughs> right? Oh, my goodness. Um, <laughs> dodge that bullet. I would not have any sponsors. <laughs> I'll I tell you that much. Yeah. It's a dodge that bullet. <laughs> um, yeah. What else you want to chat about? Anything? What, did it, what didn't know. we talk about that you want to talk about? I can't really think of anything, but... <laughs> no? Oh, you know, I can talk about another big race this year. Oh, yeah? That the Strong Hearts Vegan Power Team is doing. Oh, the Ragnar? Because there's... Yeah, did uh, Weldon oh, talk only, to you about that? Only a little whisper of what's we're happening We're going to do here. an ultra team this year. Yeah? With six of our fastest runners, and we're going to go to the Ragnar Adirondacks and try to win it try to win it yeah i think that that's uh it's within reach yeah it's within grasp it is weldon calls himself the slowest person on the team yeah so <laughs> of course he does <laughs> yeah of course he does right i wouldn't i wouldn't agree with that but so um wasn't didn't recently like strong hearts basically have what three or four teams oh, at it was the, five teams five teams yes. at the ragnar right so there 60 vegan runners 60 vegan runners descended upon ragnar yes and out of that, there were like six of you that were like, look, here's, here's what we're going to do next year. Actually, all six of us weren't even there <laughs> at that one. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, we missed out. Yeah. Wow. Okay. But yeah, we really like the Adirondack one. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a cool course, cool place. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, when I, so when I first learned about Ragnar's, I'm like, okay, totally, let's do it. And then I'm like, wait a minute, we're <laughs> running up 87? I don't know. Or running up 81? I'm yeah. like, I don't. I don't love that too much. 81 <laughs> in the middle of the night. But it does seem like, I mean, it, you can't just, you can't pass up the high peaks, you know, and you yeah. can't pass up Adirondacks. And so it does have kind of this pull mm-hmm. for me, even though it's like a 200 mile road race. Yeah. I'm okay with it though. I mean, it's, you get the right group of people though. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's so much fun. Yeah. So many beans in that van. <laughs> so many beans. Oh yes. 
<laughs> That'll be really cool, though. Yeah, we're excited for that. So you're throwing it out there. You're even telling everybody, like, this that's is That's our plan. That's yep. our plan to win this thing. Yep. Anything else, no good. Unacceptable. Right? We'll wow. go dark on social media. <laughs> that's we don't. It. No, just kidding. <laughs> we're going to give up. Um, so what, so how did, you're putting this team together. Was there a selection process? Did you, did you look at times or did you go like, no, these are the six people? yeah. I kind of knew. You kind of know. Yeah, right? if it was close, it would be kind of cool to have some kind of well, race that yeah. everybody has to right, attend have some heat. battle it out. Know. Yeah, but, um, yeah. I mean, we, we do have some other, like, really fast people that didn't quite make it on, but... They could drive the van. And we already have our drivers, too. We, we're going to have two drivers because the they're going to be zero. The fastest vegan drivers. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Wow. Yeah. And I mean, there's not going to be a lot of rest time. You guys are going to no. be dropping sixes this whole way, right? Yes. So, <laughs> wow. That's going to be cool. So yeah, I got to recover quick from CCC. <laughs> <laughs> you might be driving the van. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. That'll be fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That'll be cool. And you have to do like, you have to provide a volunteer for that, right? Like, or you have to pay a little bit extra if you don't provide the volunteer. Um, it depends if your runners all live far enough like a certain mileage away you don't have to oh, okay so there's sometimes we've had to sometimes we don't mm-hmm. that's cool yeah so that's that's officially the a race i yeah, think yeah. you know north face and ccc whatever <laughs> this is this is vegan power right and then the week after the north face california i'm going to kingston ontario to race in the canadian cross-country national championship because so, I'm going to be so recovered. It's so funny. When we started this, you're like, I have three races that I'm ready to do. We're up to five Oh, now. I thought we were just talking about the A race. <laughs> what are you doing over Thanksgiving? Which which turkey trot are you going to crush? Well, no, that's, that's, that's going to North, be... North Face is over that weekend? Well, no, the uh, cross country. Oh, the cross country. So, wow, they moved north face up to like yeah before the week before thanksgiving wow that's yeah it was quite a move yeah i think that's jfk weekend it might be i think it is um it's right around there yeah uh i think you know i've i've uh i've decided that i'm not running any more ultras this year okay i'm done with ultras this year i'm gonna Hmm. you know i you know i got (laughs) things i have i have problems sorry i got problems um (laughs) i got 99 problems but an ultra ain't one (laughs) ultra ain't one Oh no, um, so but but just I I keep telling Ian that I want to go to Water Gap someday. Yeah, and, and Water Gap's not like an ultra. That's kind of on my list too. It's like a marathon. It's a potential. Yeah, it's like a marathon with a five k at the end. It's a little bit different. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I think I think I got to do. I I don't know yet. But that's in early October. Yes. That'd be a perfect warm up, you know. Yeah. Or a cool down from that Ragnar. Yeah. <laughs> it's a cool down for a Ragnar and it's a warm up for uh, North right. Face. Yeah. So, you know, I'll see you there. Yeah, it is, it is on my schedule. So. <laughs> see, it's already there. Well, but. No, yeah. I mean, it fits in your schedule, but it's not actually on your plan. Right? Yeah. That. Well, it, it is, but I don't <laughs> want to overdo it. So if yep. I come back from CCC feeling like, you yeah. know what, I need to just save it, then yeah. I'll, I'll save it. Yeah, why not? Right? I mean. Right. Hmm. Can't do them all as <laughs> much as I want to. <laughs> it's not Pokemon. Can't. <laughs> cool. All right. Good to go? Yeah. Hey, thanks. Thank you. Yeah, fun. <laughs> Maybe not as fun as those kids are having. I know. They're having a blast over there. <laughs> I don't even know what they're doing. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So. We talked for just under an hour, and we didn't even begin to scratch the surface of Laura's extensive resume. We didn't talk about her second place at 
Urock this year. Uh, we didn't talk about her win at the Cayuga Marathon. Uh, there's so, but most egregiously, I neglected to ask her about her first place overall win at the Apple Cider Donut Challenge 50K this year. Yeah, my bad. It's uh, if you don't know, I mean, how where when you've been living under a rock, this Apple Cider Donut Challenge ACDC 50K is a fat-ass style 50K road trail loop, seven orchards, one dozen apple cider donuts. Yep, she won that baby outright. I promise to to do a better job of reporting next time. I promise you, folks. Also, since, uh, just a little update, since we recorded this episode with Laura, she went on to win that North Face 50 mile in Ontario and then uh, went off for a blissful adventure at CCC. She's back stateside now and uh, I'm sure she's putting in a day of body work or looking for a flyweight to box, one or the other. Um, And anyways, uh, that'll wrap this episode up. Uh, thank you to all this month's Patreon supporters, and I'd like to say hey to our newest Patreons in August, the aforementioned Laura Klein, Tim Raggetts, and Tom Wild. Thanks for jumping on the board in August, folks. I appreciate that. Uh, your continued financial support of all the Patreons helps me keep improving this podcast, like this fancy podcast office I'm in now. It's amazing. And I can record podcasts whenever I want. It's amazing. So if you look forward to this podcast each week and it inspires, educates, or entertains you regularly, consider becoming a Patreon supporter. Check out the homepage and click the Patreon banner. Please know that any amount of support is appreciated. Thank you. Oh, We've gussied up that supporters page on the website as well a little bit. It, it was looking a little crusty-dusty, so I made a new icon with my, my – I mean, I had our graphic design department come up with a new icon. Um, it's a badge of sorts for the Patreon supporters, so that's kind of neat. Check it out if you haven't been out to that page recently. That's uh, runninginsideoutpodcast.com slash supporters. Um, okay. If you want to chat about with the, if you want to chat about this episode with other listeners or just simply share your stories, drop a line on the Facebook page or shout at me on Twitter. Quite honestly, shouting at me on Twitter is not going to get much done these days, but um, maybe uh, consider joining the Running Inside Out Slack, where we talk about all manner of things from regional FKT attempts to. Um, the experience of your kids being able to ride their bikes to tag along on a run with you. Um, hint, that is awesome. Uh, as well as we talk about the recent episodes and our uh, latest runs. It's sort of like social media, but without the media. So if that sounds like your kind of place, check out the Scrava group uh, on the sidebar of the website for a link that will get you a Slack invite. Uh, Thank you all for listening, subscribing, and telling your friends. Thanks for sharing your stories and getting out there to create more stories. Until next episode, be thankful for what you've been given, be proud of what you've achieved, and let go of what you've lost. See you out there.